Good evening, all you creatures of the night. Uh, Matt Johnson here, and you may be asking yourself, why why aren't we hearing the intro music? Or you know why why aren't we hearing a crawl uh, with Matt giving a Vincent Price esque intro to the full episode? That's what we're used to when we hear a full episode. Well, here's the deal. For some reason, my recording, and you know how great my mic is, it didn't uh, record the first six minutes of the episode. It has everything else in there, uh, but when I went to the recording, the first six minutes is gone. So what I'm going to do here, and I'm just giving you a wrap-up of what Pete and I discussed in those first six minutes, and let you know what movie we watched this week. We watched the 2013 horror film Dark Skies, directed by Scott Stewart and produced by the Blumhouse production. In those first six minutes, Pete and I, we talk about how this is one of the first few Blumhouse production movies we've done. Um, and we'll probably do many more in the future as they're a major player in the horror industry right now. I called Pete Magnanimous, uh, and I had to clarify what that meant for him um, and let him know, uh, you know how much I care about him, how much I care, and let him know that I, I appreciate him as a co-host. The next things we talked about is why Pete uh, generally chose this movie. He thought it was overlooked or it's lost significance and people kind of just even forget it existed, even though... Uh, he mentions uh, it was a, a success at the box office. Not, like, huge, but it it was profitable by a, a large margin. And people should give it a second chance. It was on Netflix, and he just wants people to be aware of the film again. So with that, that's essentially what we talked about in the first six minutes. We didn't go too much into it. Um, we talked about how we wanted to do an alien movie, and that's why we chose Dark Skies. And to give you a little taste of what Dark Skies is, I'm going to throw you to the trailer and then we will be back to the full episode with the actual recording. So thanks for tuning in. Hey, we got people coming over in five. Get your butt home. An epic game of modern warfare. Yeah, that's what save buttons are for, pal. sign of forced entry. Sure all the doors and windows are locked? I'm sure. We check them every night. Karen says you guys had to call the police. Is everything all right at home? Yeah. Three different migrations coming from three different directions flew into your house. It's as if something was drawing them to your home. Something's going on. What are we talking about? I don't know. I can't explain it. Sammy, come here. Let me take a look at you. The marks on your son's body appear to have been applied with a brand. There are people who have reported experiencing the same things that we have been experiencing. I found a guy who claims to be an expert on this stuff. Have you experienced any unexplained illnesses or blackouts? Daniel? Why aren't you answering me? Daniel! Feeling that you might not be in control of your own body? There's Stop something it. wrong with you people! You cannot escape them. 
later. When they're ready, they will take your family. Do not open the store under any circumstances. You know, this may be controversial to say, but it wasn't as visually, <laughs> it wasn't as visually appe appealing to me knowing that information because um, the, whatever you want to put it, the CGI was a little rough in this movie. Yeah, it's only three million, but those, you know, spoiler alert, there's aliens in this movie, <laughs> which, um, I feel like, I don't know, from what I gather from they talked about on the other podcast, I, I could have sworn they said something that they didn't realize it was an alien movie or did or wasn't marketed that way. And then, and then they thought it was a pleasant surprise when it was aliens. And then I thought it was very apparent right away, but I didn't know that information going into it. But I feel like they lead off with the quote right away. I don't know if you remember it. It was like, uh, in this galaxy, we are either alone or not alone, and each situation is equally terrifying. Mm -hmm. Something along those lines. It was like a quote from Arthur C. Clarke. Yeah, yeah, thank you. Mm -hmm. And I was right away that made me think of aliens, even if I didn't know. I feel like that was kind of a giveaway. Yeah, which was which was an interesting um, tidbit um, because, like you said, they didn't market it really as an alien movie. But like even the plot didn't really give it away that it was alien until pretty far into the movie, I felt like. But that quote does, like right from the beginning, you're like, okay, this is an alien movie. So it kind of made me feel off, off kilter a bit. You know, yeah, it, I feel like it was definitely a combination of like a, like a poltergeist type movie. So like a possession movie, I guess you would say, in yeah. an alien movie. Um which is, I guess, an alien possession movie, which I think there's not too many of those. Yeah. That's, Maybe that's a good... Fire in the Sky is, like, the really only other movie I could think of. Alien Possession, you're saying? Yeah. Um, the Astronaut's Wife. It's, a, it's an no early night... <laughs> it's an early Johnny <laughs> no, Depp movie. Johnny Depp and Charlize Theron. I think it's Charlize Theron. But anyway, go on, Pete. I was adding some tidbits. Your name dropping son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I would say it was. Ver I think it was, in my opinion, more heavy in the alien part. So I think it would have been more interesting to have more possession, like to kind of have it a, a more of a a blend instead of. It felt really sci-fi to me. Yeah, me too. Um, really sci-fi, even more than than horror, which it has those elements, but. I, I felt sci-fi because it was aliens, but also like a lot of the, the tropes they used, I could kind of see from other movies that were more sci-fi and alien oriented, like invasion of the body snatchers. I kind of felt some vibes from that. Or like even the, the imp, they, they get the implants. Yeah. Or X files or something. Yeah. <laughs> or like this, this almost seemed like a, a, a little more of an extended twilight zone episode compared to a, a horror flick. Yeah. Like a, an hour special of a Twilight Zone or something. Yeah, just extended to two full episodes because they had so much information. And I wanted to go back. You, you briefly mentioned I, I was going to talk about the visual effects. This guy, Scott Stewart, the director, 
been around for a while with visual effects. You said you didn't you didn't really like what you saw visually with uh, the CGI. Yeah, of what little you saw of the aliens. Yeah, which is probably like the last ten minutes of the movie. Yeah. It's a tight hour and a half movie. Tight hour. And yeah, a half. it's very tight hour and a half, and mm-hmm. you don't even see the aliens really fully. They're kind of like shadows, mm-hmm. and they're like, "Oh man, that CGI aged horribly." Yeah, very quickly. Like that's it's only three years old, and it looks very crude. Yeah, that's right. It's only three years. It watching it, I would have said like early two thousands. I feel like, which isn't too far off from, but it felt like that time frame. Like, like I get it's you know they're under constraints because it's only three and a half million dollars, mm-hmm. and they probably pay J.K. Simmons. J.K. Simmons yeah. is in this movie. Yes, Oscar J. winner. Jay Jonah, Jonah Jameson's in this movie. <laughs> um, he's great because he's J.K. Simmons. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I think he killed in that. Because uh, he he plays the crazy alien guy. So if you have an alien movie, you got to have the the guy who knows all the secrets basically and, and he plays him but i thought he did that real well in in a, in a... it, it kind of came off as not like a really crazy it just seems like a guy who i feel like he had a tragedy in his past like yeah. i feel like as one of his kids or wife probably both went missing or something yeah because because he had the implant yeah so someone and... must have been abducted from his family and i feel like he's just like and he was like trying to fight them for for a while mm-hmm. and then he was just like i just stopped i just got cats yeah because they don't bark so they don't because they yeah. don't make noises of the aliens yeah. he seemed a little bit defeated almost yeah like he was beaten down but uh and you kind of get why at the end of the movie i'm not gonna give complete yeah, spoiler yeah. but yeah we'll, we'll get into that in a little bit yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> but no i mean i feel like someone else not saying he's the best actor in the world but he's great he's pretty good that role could have been, I mean, someone could have half. You could have screwed it up. You yeah. could have screwed it up pretty easily. Exactly, and it could have came off like the wacko with the tinfoil hat, but he kind of seemed like put together, and he kind of felt um, a little backstory into him for the for maybe the maybe the five minutes he was in this movie. Maybe five. We probably got a, maybe a, half of the budget. Maybe <laughs> I was gonna say a million. Yeah. I was gonna say maybe he got a million for the five minutes. Yeah. And apparently he was, he was cast pretty late, um, from what I did in the research. Like, him for that role was like into shooting already. Then they cast him. They're like, oh shit, we need someone. Yeah, we need someone. <laughs> someone get J.K. on the line. Or like, who who you think they would ask before, and then they kept kept getting nose, and J.K.'s like, yeah, I'll do it. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, who would have? Maybe an Ed Harris, an Ed Harris in there. <laughs> Yeah, I could see that. Or uh, I'm trying to think like an, another older guy yeah. that could play like a defeated character pretty well. Yeah. I guess I could see like uh, uh, fucking. Oh my god. <laughs> I literally can't think of his Please. name. Oh. Remember the t- remember the Titans. Um, D- Denzel. Denzel. Yeah, Denzel. Yeah. Oh, Denzel could be a good one. I think. I think like. I mean, I have no information about this, but I think he could play that character pretty well. Oh, uh, I bet Denzel. He he'd be a good fit. He can pull off anything. He's got range. Yeah. <laughs> oh. 
So, yeah, JK basically in that scene gives us the exposition where we learn ex explicitly that it's aliens. They're called the Greys in this film. Aliens are referred to as the Greys. I, I almost wanted more information about more of the other aliens because, like, he said that there are two other ones that he doubted their existence. But, you know, I was kind of interested in that because I was like, what the fuck? I was like, I wonder if this was, like... Because, obviously, I feel like all alien movies take from the popular lore or, that already exists. And I wonder if that was actually based on any lore that, uh, that existed previously or if that was this original creation of their own. For this movie? Yeah. Yeah. I think... For me, I think it was a blend of both. I mean, I think they created an, an element to it. They created its own little alien lore to it. But most of it, I felt like, even the plot itself was kind of piecemeal from other alien movies in the past. But yeah. I agree with you, though, on the fact when, when J.K.'s talking about the other aliens, I wanted a little more depth. Like, there's the three, there's the greys, which are the most common, he says, that he can validate. There was the insect ones and the reptilian ones. And uh, but he says those aren't really substantiated claims. Oh, I gotta take a pause. Here's my food. <laughs> so, Pete, enjoy. Let's get back to dark skies. Dark skies, aliens. Um, we're talking about J.K. Simmons substantiating claims of aliens. The Grays are the ones we know, but they didn't go into the insect, insect, insectoids, or the reptilian ones because he says those are those are the ones the weirdos. Um basically claim and he's never had any evidence to prove them so that's why he just like passes over them real quick in the plot but then he also has that uh test he pulls out his clipboard and he has a test for them the husband and wife um to see if they're crazy like yeah, yeah. don't waste my time here's to see if you've actually really experienced something but i really that test like every everything that he asked them was like you like kind of, of kind of like legit questions but i feel like the first two were a little more bonker questions yeah like, do you go outside in your backyard and see strange lights yeah and <laughs> and i'm like i feel like that could easily be an alien <laughs> yeah that could be an alien thing um but not in his world but then everything else was like exactly what had happened to them he's like yep you guys have been pick picked for probing and abduction which how that works for the movie is basically these things. He says the invasion of aliens isn't this cataclysmic, apocalyptic bombing of cities and everything. But basically they come in under darkness and they invade certain families and like figure out about us and what they do. Sorry, I'm distracting you, but I just got a huge <laughs> container of guacamole for $4. Pete, <laughs> Pete is pumped about this guac. <laughs> Like it's yeah. it's huge. He's smiling, got a big grin on his face, looking to dip some taco and chips in. But um, anyway, the synopsis of Dark Skies, with uh, what is it? Oh, it's it's not a full fledged like army invasion. They come in family by family, implant you with these things behind your ears, kind of like mind control, or even possess you. Kind of, they kind of hint to that. Um, that's what J.K. is saying. Um. Okay. Um, and what happens is the uh, 
the first person they usually meet with the family that like can kind of identify something that feels weird like allergies or like seizures headaches things like that that's the person they pick to abduct and that's kind of the tension of the movie this aliens are invading their house and they're trying to abduct sammy the youngest child of there's two boys sammy and daniel yeah who we have not gotten into at all yet yeah and um is wait is it i thought daniel was the father is he what's daniel is the father um that's my jesse jesse and sam there you go I only know that because I have IMDb pulled up right now. Okay. <laughs> so Daniel's the dad. Lacey is the mother. Two sons, Jesse, Sammy. And, and just to sidetrack for a second, Lacey, uh, who's played by Carrie Russell. Yeah. Probably the best actress of the movie. I was uh, going to say. She's in Americans, which is a show I've only seen one episode of. Mm-hmm. But uh, of that pilot episode, I really enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah. Um, she's She's great. I mean, I think she's a good actress, but I think she would, she killed it in this one. I thought she, her performance was really believable, and she kind of held it together because she was for the like the beginning of the film, kind of the cohesive ball of the film. It kind of focused on her and her real estate job, and she was the first one to find anything in the house. Yeah. I found her to be way more supportive than her husband. Hell yeah! Because <laughs> like, okay, I just want to talk about their relationship for a second because Please. there were some there were some weird things that I let's noticed. get into it. Let's, let's let's analyze this for a second. Um, Lacey, mm-hmm. you know, caring mom, you know, working hard, supports her husband who's unemployed. Yeah, laid off architect. And then she's working. The husband wants to have sex. He's like, hey. Giving an old googly eyes, and then and then messes up all her papers, and she's like, "What the hell?" You know, I'm trying yeah. to do my job here, yeah. and he's like, ooh, ooh, all pissed off because he couldn't get it in." Yeah, and, so I, he, and I was like, "What?" <laughs> he like rolled over in a huff and like opened his book. I was like, yeah. "Whatever." And it, and then she's, I don't know if, if we're supposed to think she's the bitch here, but I was like, you know, he was kind of annoying, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like they wanted just to take away that she was being a bitch, but I was like, no way. Like, <laughs> we, we just learned he lost his job, and she's like trying to. And then we, we saw that there was 90 day late on their mortgage. Yeah. And everything and, like that. And when. And, and he, lied, he lied to her about a fucking job interview. Yeah. It went great. And, it went great. And, and she was very supportive for him. Yeah. She was and, super and, happy. And he gave her no support at all about her job. Uh-uh. <laughs> Especially when she no. lost, I know we're jumping all over the place here, but when she lost her six hours because of the aliens thing, yeah, I don't know, losing time, you know, that's the X Files, uh, refer, you know, yep. mm-hmm. little, little word knowledge there that I know of. <laughs> Except it's six hours here instead of six minutes, as it is in X Files. <laughs> mm-hmm. Six hours. Uh, yeah, and I was like, that's a long time. <laughs> Yeah, he kind of like passed. He didn't even call her. He didn't even call her. No, he didn't know that she was like missing or, or like aloof for six hours. He was. He's he's a bad husband. He's a bad father because he he beats up a fucking kid. Yeah, yeah. He he got he was gonna get in a fight with that one kid. Who's a piece of shit? He's a piece of shit though. Arguably, I'd say he was the most creepy thing in the movie. That kid. 
compared to the aliens. What what was he supposed to be? He was just like, I like a bad I'm influence. Gonna, I, I mean, I get that, but like, I don't think I've ever met a person that creepy or shitty before in my life. No. And, and for the podcast listener, this is the friend of Jesse, the older brother. Um, this kid he's hanging out with is supposed to be like a few years older because his, his, da- his dad keeps saying, you should hang out with people your own age. Um, and he's kind of this little shit. Like he's got, they, they're like 13 maybe. He's bringing over bongs to like abandoned house and weed well, and drugs. And I think him Jesse with is 13. Gun. Yeah. Jesse. Oh, can you talk about that? that yeah. <laughs> that was kind of fucked up. <laughs> yeah. For real. But, uh, Jesse's 13, so I imagine his older friend is 16 or something. That's what I'm guessing, so, yeah. So he's a loser because he's hanging out with a little 13-year-old, and he's acting all tough and shit, watching yeah. really bad porn. Yeah. And he's just like, yo, dude, I uh, make out with chicks all the time and touch the, the tits. Yeah, and this I'm is like, weak. This is weak. And he's, I, I don't know what he, what accent he's going for. Yeah. I don't know, maybe a Beastie Boy or something. I don't, I don't really know. <laughs> Beastie Boy. Oh, that's good. Um, yeah. And one scene that made me really uncomfortable, and it, it involved him, but it wasn't him explicitly, was when they're at this like abandoned house, and there's two girls come over with them. Oh, like, yeah. 13-year-old girls, and like, they're smoking and like drinking and stuff. And then he, like, Jesse touches her breasts, and says, you've been a bad girl. Yeah, mocking the, the porno the that porno. earlier. But he wasn't mocking it. I get that he was like, he didn't know how to interact with girls. So that's like, that's his, his like, mindset. Because that's what he watched. Still made me uncomfortable. But then he was like, rewarded from her. She's like, here, let me give you a kiss. Oh, you're so like, innocent. Yeah, I was like, what? You don't know no, to... do not reinforce that. <laughs> I also was... Did not understand that relationship at all because I had no idea who she was. I know that they had a barbecue like a couple days ago. Yeah. They're childhood friends, probably. I don't yeah. really know anything about them besides that he has a crush on her, on her. and I yeah. think she, I, I I think she's actually just older than him in real life because she looks way more mature than he does. She does, yeah. She looks at least two or three years older than him, at least. But they're supposed to. Be, I feel like the same age. And he's got a crush on her. But I'm gonna uh, bounce off of your point where you're like, I didn't get, I didn't get her or the relationship or know much about her. I felt like a lot of this movie was the subplots, which is his relationship with her and the other douchebag kid he's not supposed to hang out with, took more of a, a prominence than like the actual plot. If that makes sense, like I like the dad's job. There are several interview scenes. You're at the, the real estate with her all the time. Sammy, um, well, he was mainly the main plot. But then his was the kid and the and, and his girlfriend. And then I was like, oh, oh yeah, aliens. When they go back to the house, they'd like cut back to a night scene. And I'd be like, oh, that's this movie. Like, I feel like the subplot's got a lot of importance. It's an alien movie with a lot of, like, distractions. Yeah, it's got a lot of... <laughs> you learn a lot about the characters. And then aliens. But you also don't, though. You know what I mean? They're like... Yeah. <laughs> it like brushes the surface of them, <laughs> and like they they go swimming, but then they don't go swimming. <laughs> yeah, that's right. It was like a a minute scene where nope, we're not actually gonna swim. Oh man, good shit. I, oh man. So, and then there's like weird things there, like just to try and reinforce that the dad's kind of shitty because like 
he's not protecting his family or something. That's what they kind of went up. seemed like mm -hmm. went off that he wasn't keeping his household safe, which was weird. Like it's a lot of like a lot of masculinity issues or some shit. Yeah, he felt like really inferior. Or, or maybe I'm reading into it or something. <laughs> no, I kind of got. I mean, especially with him because he lost his job and and she's got to pay for everything. He kind of felt down about that. And then he can't protect his kids because these intruders are coming in. No one believes him. He kind of yeah. There's a huge masculinity issue like, there. The cop, the cop is like, yeah, it's the uh, kids. He's sleepwalking. <laughs> yeah, it's your kids. Uh, they're assholes. You know, it's probably them. I see it on my walk. All the time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. Oh, the cop. That's um, basically, you see him like twice. And, <clears throat> and there's also like this uh, the security guy who's like, yeah, there's no problem here. And then the police guy's like, yeah, you, you see? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just the kids. What? It's a, um, it's a Fugazi. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> um, going off that, you said the, the security guy who came to fix it. Um, like, the night they all went, like they went off, and he, the company called, and they were like, "Oh, it must have been a malfunction." They all went off at once, so uh, you're good. What? We'll, <laughs> we'll send a guy in six tomorrow. Hours. <laughs> like, what when if, you all could be dead. <laughs> what if they were all just tricked at once? Tripped at once? Uh, yeah, he'll be there at nine. He'll be there at nine in the morning. I'm sure you could easily do that as a human being. And you yeah. don't have to be an alien. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they're just like, yeah, fuck it. It's weird, but maybe there are six robbers coming into your house. Right? More than one person. <laughs> <laughs> or, I don't know, they have attack dogs. I don't know. I can name several things. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Um, back to... Uh, did, you, did you know this oh. was about aliens at all? Did I tell you that? Or did you pick it up right away? I picked that up right away. Um, I think I read into the synopsis like online, or maybe it was the Netflix because it's available on Netflix. Everyone, um, yeah, I, I picked up those aliens. And then if you don't, the opening credit line will give it away. As 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 I thought it it did. <laughs> yeah, I think I if it was me doing it, like this movie has it has some gumption to it, but it, it just. As we were saying, it kind of like dives into the subplots too much, and it kind of gets it's, convoluted. It's a good average movie. Yeah, like I mean, it's great. It would be a great Netflix movie if you have. It's not that long, and just check it out. But um, I think it would work better even more if you would take off that quote. Oh yeah. Because in in the movie, in the real time movie, they don't know it's aliens until a good way in. Like things are happening. At least but, like thirty, like. 30 to 40 minutes she's like starting to figure out oh maybe it's uh it's some fucking aliens <laughs> yeah but with that quote the audience is like oh we we know you guys need to catch up unless you don't feel like reading you know yeah yeah which is very easily <laughs> mm -hmm. i don't want to read that <laughs> mm -hmm. um well Pete... i also felt oh, go ahead no that i'm trying to think if we're missing anything in the middle and i feel like we touched about everything i know we touched about his creepy friend shooting him with airsoft guns, which was fucked up because he was attacking him. I yeah. thought he was holding a real gun for a second so did because I. I, cause I didn't see that it was a clear uh, barrel or whatever you want to call yeah. it. I don't, I don't know gun parts. Um, so you're like, not you're not a gun expert. We can get no. that on the record. 
I have not a gun next to me. Not a, okay, go on. Uh, and I was like, I was like, does that kid have a fucking machine gun? <laughs> yeah, he points it right at him. And he's casually running on a golf course mm-hmm. that that all of a sudden has a very large woods in the middle of it. <laughs> then has a forest. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, wait, were they in the golf course like thirty seconds ago? Mm-hmm. <sighs> but I I actually think, as much as I am, you know picking at the little pieces there's one little thing i want to add before yeah. i reward it um mm-hmm. when they talk about you know um jesse having uh, problems as a young child because uh she connects with this woman with a young child who's having an asthma attack mm-hmm. and i was like what it was kind of out of nowhere <laughs> yeah you know usually i would assume physical activities involved as a person who had who has asthma you know, I'm very affected by this. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> uh, I, I, I had to do physical activity to have, like, an asthma attack, or I was allergic no. to something. This child had a, an asthma attack out of nowhere. Yeah, it just snaps, like... And then two puffs for the inhaler. Good. You're good. You're good. <laughs> yeah. I, I thought that was crazy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no. I, I agree, but all... And, like, the, there are a lot of scenes like that, where it was like, oh, this is gonna be something. Like this is foreshadowing this. Like that. I mean, I yeah. think we should, we'll talk about the ending with that scene because it does. Yeah, foreshadow I wanted the to. Ending. I wanted to bring that up first. Yeah. So we could kind of go into it. Um, mm-hmm. But I was gonna reward it because I actually thought there was some good buildup in the movie, even though there was a, a lot of, subplots. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, they could have kept those in, but probably just like I don't know amp up like the tension somehow i feel like that wasn't it wasn't really apparent that there was there that much in danger until like the last 30 minutes of the movie i feel like yeah like when um they start boarding up the house yeah after jk simmons yeah i agree i think the subplots they help show the character and everything but if you just would have cut them a bit and had in and been in those nights when the aliens are coming in like the nosebleeds happen just extend those a little more and i think they would have built tension it was kind of like those nights would happen um um you'd see someone out in the lawn like with their mouth open nose bleeding gone Cut. and then and then they go to the park the next day you know yeah. what i mean they yeah. just be like oh yeah you know we're trying to be normal oh no he's not going into therapy everything's fine like why do you care about other parents think of your your kid has yeah. to go to therapy who fucking cares yeah that's your, the, the asshole child, dad again your child needs some fucking help. Yeah. <laughs> you don't... Who cares? Yeah. Why do you care if, like... He's like, yeah, he, we're, we're seeing somebody right now. Like, he was like, so, what? No, no, not us. There was that shot of, like, when somebody asked that, of, like, that, that glaring couple yeah. like, nearby. And he's like, there was, oh, no, no, nothing. There was two glaring couple scenes where... And, uh, back to the swimming pool where they're like, who did that to you, Sam? Because he's got bruises all over him because aliens have been mm-hmm. picking up his body or some shit. Um, and they're like, obviously think it's a shitty dad that's beating him up. And, and then there's like couples like, Ooh, what's happening to Sammy? <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Um, but I think, uh, unless you got anything to add, I think we could kind of jump into the ending, the ending now. No, I, I think we can, but I just had one quick thing. Um, I don't know if you picked up on it. I was trying to find like deeper meanings to it. And you, you said you saw someone like masculinity in the dad. I can get that. But I also wanted to think, like, from the very beginning, it was going to be something about age and, like, 
coming to terms with mortality almost because like the dad was just like to him like don't hang out you should hang out with people your own age don't hang out with people who are older than you and like scolding him for that I thought that was weird to I mean to not hang out with people who are older like maybe by a year and then the next scene is him like checking his hairline he's like oh man I'm getting older I'm uh, oh yeah like I'm starting to look like my dad and I was like alright what is this whole like maybe that plays in the masculinity because it was just the guys um, but like just that fear of like getting too old and like becoming less of a man because you're older I don't know I that was like very prominent to me in the first like yeah, 20 minutes it, it kind of was like a theme that didn't go its full length or something yeah like they set it up and I it just it didn't really go all the way through Right, I, I feel like the arc. I I'm trying to think. It, it, it seemed like they only tried to focus on the dad's arc, mm-hmm. where like um, the mom was kind of like a supportive role. Um, I preferred her, I preferred her arc to his, but I agree. Yeah. They, they focused on him. Yeah, like I just feel like they 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 should have made the mom more of a focal point because she was a better actor, and mm-hmm. the dad's arc was they probably paid more attention to but I, I feel like it didn't really go anywhere either yeah well he did get the job next week <laughs> that's true <laughs> yeah well they, well then I think that's a good way to, to skyrocket into the ending because we know at the end it also skips forward three months so we know how everything's going oh well before we could even go into that mm-hmm. um, it's a uh, Jesse who gets abducted by aliens because which isn't the youngest son who we all yeah, thought was going to get abducted Sam because they kind of beat you over the head a little bit they're like oh here's an old drawing of uh, Sammy no Jesse uh, with alien pictures because when he was sick when he was a baby that's when aliens were doing testing on him and I feel like they kind of like told you that like three times in a row yeah they like they like had a flashback told you in a drawing and I was like okay you know you don't have to show me that many times. <laughs> yeah, I get it. Um, I follow you. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was gonna ask how you feel about that ending. So, spoiler alerts. This we'll put those out there in case anybody. We said I said spoiler a long time ago. Okay, good. Okay, good. <laughs> when I said spoiler alert, it's aliens. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, but like the very end, right before the three months later, and we see Jesse get abducted. There's the whole scene where the aliens are like they're on the bed. The whole family's crowded in the bed, and you see several aliens surrounding them um and it's very it's very tense the action is its highest and then it kind of goes into this trippy time warp thing yeah that was weird which was completely different than the feel of the original i mean the first hour and 10 minutes of this movie hour and i thought okay go ahead i i thought i was going in a very cool direction okay and, yeah. i mean it didn't it didn't go in a, a bad direction I think it could have been better, but I thought all of I thought all of his family got abducted for a second, and I I, I don't know what was happening. Some alien shit was going down, and I thought he was just kind of traveling there. He's experiencing like different alien encounters or something, mm-hmm. and then within well, all of a sudden he sees like. His mom dead and his dad commits suicide. Yeah, which is and then I was like, Oh uh, shit. Yeah. And and I thought, you know, so I thought that was what was going down. 
Yeah, and, it, and it's in the completely different house that his, his mother was trying to sell earlier. Yeah. So I thought, I thought a lot of things. So I thought, like, wait, what's happening? So is this, like, taking place? Was he just, like, at the place the whole time kind of deal? I don't, I, I don't know. <laughs> I was at, like, three different ideas going on in my head at the same time, mm-hmm. trying to wrap my brain around this. And I thought it was kind of cool that, you know, this fucked up shit was happening. And, like, I thought, like, Sammy was <clears throat> possessed by an alien. Yeah. Because they were, like, kind of focusing on people being possessed, having sleepwalking issues. So I thought he was just embodied with an alien. And then it goes back to, like, I guess reality. So none of that actually happened. So I don't know what that was. <laughs> Yeah, uh, uh, and let let me hear your thoughts. Yeah, I mean, what I think actually happened. I thought some other thing, something else was going to happen once that once it like faded into like the time warp where he was in the other house. I think what what we're supposed to take from it is that like he they had all been implanted. They had all these implants, and especially Jesse, we learned because he's abducted. But they had the implants and the aliens were luring him from his safe spot yeah where he was at with his family with this hallucination of like go find your brother he's running away which he we saw when they went to real time he wasn't he's running away go go find him so he went off the bed for like 10 feet in like the span of probably 10 seconds so that the aliens could grab him when it came back to real time and just abduct him yeah which is what I think we're supposed to take. What I thought was going to happen, it, it was just like the family, as you had said, was all abducted. They were all taken. Which I thought would have been a good idea because they were like um, becoming adversarial to the aliens and their plans of probing. They thought they could, that they were this dominant species that they could fight back with a shotgun and a new dog they bought. And they were just like, fuck it, we're taking you all. And they abducted them into like this black hole, then they were all going to be gone. Mm-hmm. in sort of this weird space where maybe they had been the whole time and they just didn't know it like she's selling at this real estate place like they had created this small little like time like, bubble like, for them. Ch- like a little chamber like kind yeah. of like, like a Futurama like human zoo type of deal yeah kind <laughs> of like that like they had already been really abducted they thought they had their own free will still Yeah, but really they had already been abducted that I thought would have been a good idea. Yeah, I, I like. Or that. I thought that's where it was going, but then he came back into real time. Yeah, I, I, I didn't, I couldn't really explain what the hell I was thinking because I was just like, I was like, wait, what's happening? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I was like, why is he in his house? Yeah. So, you get lured away from the bed. Aliens grab him, abducted, and then we, then we flash forward three months later. Where he's still missing. They're looking for him. They're under under trial. They're going on trial right now for the missing. They people think that they, I don't know, killed him or something. But for his miss his abduction, they think it's the parents, and they've moved out of the house. I think I would like the way I think it should have ended was with J.K. Simmons. Actually, I like that they brought his character back for a few seconds. He Me read too. the newspaper, and mm-hmm. he was like, you know, distraught, and he yeah. put it up on his big wall. Like, that's like, his thing. Yeah, that's and I was face. like, and I was like, damn, that would have been a cool ending. But then they added a little more tidbit where 
they hear his voice over the walkie-talkie because it was like that was very prominent in the whole movie of how the brothers kind of talk to each other mm -hmm. they tell scary stories to each other and then yeah. you hear his voice at the end and that's how it ends possibly indicating a sequel but i doubt that would ever happen yeah i don't think so it, it kind of left it open-ended but i i feel like you you shouldn't end it that way unless you're like kind of banking on a sequel almost I don't know. I feel like <clears throat> reading about how the director feels about a sequel, he just says, like, yeah, I like that I have an option if it ever comes up. That's what I feel like his opinion on it was. Yeah. Or I feel like when you put that in the movie, I feel like you're you're banking on one. Yeah, you're, you're thinking you have enough to go to a second one, which I think it, like if you did a series like this, it'd be hard to stay with the same family because... It, would it be the search through space and time to find where these aliens are and get Jesse back? I think that's a completely different movie than a sci-fi horror movie that we just saw. Yeah. Or he, like, comes back and he's, like, very different or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Almost like you don't... Yeah. He just seems a little off socially. Maybe he's possessed. <laughs> Got a good crunch there. Yeah, I know. Um, yeah, um, but w just to, to wrap it up, um, no, I like. I wish they would have ended it. Um, the walkie-talkies were prominent, so I think it plays a role. But I think if they would have flashed forward to the three months later, just had the dad's voiceover on the phone talking to the lawyers like they did, and J.K. Simmons posting the newspaper article about him missing, because that was his thing hanging him on the walls. I think that would have been a nice, yeah, very strong touch. But w with that, we can start to wrap it up. We gotta hit our favorite part of the show, Pete. Are you gonna defend or destroy Dark Skies? You see, that's a tough question because, like, you know, I am a pretty good defender of horror films, mm -hmm. and normally, you know, I don't think I've ever destroyed a single film. I think I might have destroyed only one. So I don't far. think you have. For the record, I do not think you have. That's I probably. I do not think you have. That's that's probably true. Because I am a strong defender of horror movies. Yeah. And uh, it has to be pretty bad for me to say that. Because mm -hmm. I think I like, I'm like a sucker for horror because it's such a, an underdog genre. Yeah. And I'm going to keep the tradition on by saying I defended. Uh, <laughs> you're you're going to keep it going. Yeah, keep, keep it, it going. going. I mean, like, that's not a terrible film. It's just, like, pretty above average, you know, it, I am not mad I watched it. I didn't think it was terrible. It, it it was a solid hour and a half with a few kinks that they could have been ironed out. But, you know, mm -hmm. they, they did pretty well. Besides with the CGI, I feel like that, that to me, was, like, the, the thing they could have used the most work on. Because mm -hmm. that's, like, the whole... I feel like that's what the whole scare is focused around. Yeah, that's and, like their main draw for, for yeah, fights. Yeah, and it, it just did not look good. Mm -hmm. So you defend, okay. All right, well, then I think I've had more defense than destroy. Hell, it's a horror podcast and we're horror fans. What are you going to expect? We're going to defend more than destroy. Um, but this one, though, as it being a horror podcast, drumroll, no, uh, I, I'm going to go destroy for this one. And I, I don't hate it. I don't want the Dark Skies producers and Scott Stewart to get on here and rip me to shreds. 
but um, it just I didn't really get the the tension from it too much um, and like the moments that were supposed to be really horrifying or scary like with the CGI aliens I didn't feel it and a lot of the time was spent on subplots that I feel were filler time a lot because they didn't have the script to put in more alien story that's fair which I think if maybe they had some more time to write it up or maybe a bigger budget to get some people it could have been ironed out a little more so for that reason um, it had the same it was close to the same charm as like Poltergeist it's like the same setup it just didn't have the execution or the, or the follow through completely so for the podcast I'm going to destroy if you're on Netflix watch it I'll say that it's not it's not going to be a waste of your time. Yeah, don't like, don't it, don't spend money on this movie. Yeah, it's not a waste of your time. It could be a waste of your money, but <laughs> it's on Netflix. Yeah, you're it, paying it, for it anyways. Yeah, you got an hour and a half to kill. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that, that's that's my feelings on it, and I mean that's gonna wrap up this week. I think for the It Records podcast, it's, it feels good to be back. I've taken a hiatus for a while. Um, we, we we both took a hiatus. Let's be we honest. T- we we both took a hiatus, but I feel good to be back on the airwaves talking to my my, my magnanimous Pete, and uh, I hope to be back soon. Uh, we get a mini episode. Shout out to you. Check out our website as always, guys. We'd love to hear, love to hear from any on the forums and discussions. Let us know what movies you want us to talk about or what you want us to do on Twitter and Facebook. We're gonna be getting at you guys, and uh, we love we love talking about our horror movies to you. But for me, that's all I got for you now. And as always, until next week, I will remain in the shadows. Uh, I'm Peter Hansen. And uh, that's, it, that's it for me, too. <laughs> <laughs> we will see you soon. <laughs> <laughs>